Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Guys, we are back to the OG of why Janolaism started. Reality recaps. I can't even tell you the last time I've sat down and done one of these, and I am so excited. And do you know who we have to thank for this? Teresa Judice, because whew, Real Housewives of New Jersey, this, this premiere that we just had was so good. There was no way I could just let that be and be like, okay, I watched it. That's great. Let me go on with my life. No, I need to sit down. We need to discuss this. And by discuss, I mean me screaming at you how I feel about it. Uh, so first, let's start off with a warm welcome to all of us who love reality TV, especially my Bravo people out there. So this is our first Monday reality recap. It's going to be its own segment. It's going to be every Monday. I'm going to really try really hard to bring it to you. If it doesn't happen, don't come for me because life happens and things go on. But I am going to try my best to make sure um, that I bring this to you. Starting off, we're going to do Jersey because I can just already tell Jersey's going to be... It's going to be good this season. I don't have any bad feelings about it. I don't think I'll miss it. Sometimes I don't watch the shows live. I like wait a few days or I let a few episodes like pile up so I can binge it. I'm not doing that with Jersey. I can already tell I need to be live and in color every episode. So starting off, Jersey is going to get its own reality recap every Monday. If I feel, you know, any way about another show, you'll know about it. AKA you'll see it on your Apple podcast or Spotify, wherever you watch anchor. I mean, listen, watch, but maybe watch soon. You know, I said that because God wanted me to anyway. Um, I'm also really digging summer house. Um, we're going to be, I think episode three just aired. So I'll stay tuned. But as of now, the only thing I'm feeling in my spirit is Jersey. And I really think I can only commit to one show. I don't know if I could, then it'll be good to be an hour. And like, I know, my podcast can be long and I've been really, really trying to not talk a lot, but it's hard and I give hours, but I'm going to try to keep all the reality recaps really short, really sweet. Um, maybe I'll bring on a guest or two, but today it's just me in your ears. So you're welcome. So let's dive into this. Hmm. Teresa, let's start with Teresa because she's been through a lot, right? We know this. Um, she went to prison as she hates to say, she went away. Um, you know, Gia is now in college. She is no longer in her house. So Teresa no longer has a a person who can like keep her in check right now. She is just doing her. 
Um, but also sadness is that she has lost her father, which we know Nono was the heart of the Judy J. Gorga family. Like he was the one that kept it all together. And I'm really intrigued to see what this season has for the Judy J's and the Gorgas, because I think, I mean, the whole reason when we first got introduced to Joe and Melissa Gorga, they, her and Joe and Teresa were like not speaking. They were on really bad terms. And the only reason they really pulled it together every time they spoke, I think, you know, we, they said our parents, we have to do it for our parents. We have to do it for our parents there. It seems like the family is in a really good space right now, but I don't know if now that both parents are gone, I don't know. Like, will this, will this stay? Will they stay as a unit or will they, or will they divide? You know, like the Red Sea. I have no idea. We will see. <laughs> but, you know, I'm hoping they stay together because I think, you know, you're better as a unit. You can fight harder and better when you're together. When you're alone, it's not good. So, yeah, Teresa is, I think her storyline is really from the first episode. We can see it's all going to be about this new journey. She's single. First daughter is out of the house. You know, she's dating. She looks amazing as she has for the last few seasons ever since she got out of prison she she got her certification for yoga after yoga she did the bodybuilding you know teresa's body is great uh so i'm happy for her and i'm honestly as crazy as teresa is throwing the tables as dumb as she is even though i don't think she's that dumb i don't think teresa is as dumb as she pretends to be i know a lot of those people the people that pretend to be dumb so that you sleep on them and then they attack in the night okay so but i've always been a fan of teresa i, I just feel like listen she's an og she's been carrying jersey on her back since the beginning of time bc before christ because <laughs> it, it's teresa and like people get upset when they're like you it's not the teresa show but it is. And the, the sooner we come to accept it, the sooner you can enjoy it like I do and so many others. So happy for Teresa. Let's move on. Melissa Gorga, we'll see. You know, I don't know what her storyline is going to be this season. I don't know what her plan is. Um, as I've seen in the headlines, they're claiming that there are there's trouble in paradise. Um, obviously, Teresa's ex-husband, Joe, let that out. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm. I'm working on myself to not say mean things, but I think we need to cut Melissa Gorga. And I say that with no love in my heart because she brings nothing to the table. She is literally just there. And if she's not fighting with all she had was Teresa didn't like her and the strip that that she was a stripper. Um, and I mean, I'll never forget her getting a Rolex on Christmas, her first season, which if that's the first thing that comes to mind about you, sweetie, like you haven't really given us anything. You know, we had the, the, she was trying to find her long lost sister, like from another mother through her father. I don't know what happened with that. Never happened. She took the 23andMe test that I'm sure she got paid great for, for the exposure of that brand on national television, but never heard about it. And then last season, she was supposedly trying to get pregnant. Don't know what happened there. It just flops. Every season we have something and it flops. And I don't know what needs to happen 
for producers and Andy and anyone else in the Bravo sphere to understand that Melissa can go. I know she has, I mean, amazing fans and like she has envy, so the income somehow coming in, you know, happy for her. Um, and I, I don't know if we need her anymore. She's cute and she's fun, but that's not enough anymore. You know, you got by that with a few seasons, you know, because things don't happen. It's like, you know, why do you think Cynthia Bailey is out here making sure she has her wedding? Because she's gone so long with nothing, you know? So you got to give us something that actually sticks. And nothing has stuck with Melissa for a long time besides her new nose. So let's let bygones be bygones. Let's move on to my favorite. Jennifer, I am obsessed with Jennifer. And let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Sit back, hold tight. I'm obsessed with Jennifer because she is her. And those are my favorite housewives. I And it's usually the most annoying ones. Like I love Candace on Potomac. I know, I, I know that's difficult for people to understand, but let me explain why. I like the women who don't change, who they get on. If they're annoying, they're annoying. If they're loud, they're loud. If they're a lot, they're a lot. But I Maybe because I'm annoying and I'm loud, I gravitate to these women. I understand them on some level where, okay, I feel you. You are me. I am you. We are one. And that's what I feel with Jennifer and another body that her husband did an amazing job on her. She looks beautiful. She looks amazing. She was beautiful before, but she really looks great. Um, with her 20,000 bathrooms, I would love to piss in every one of them. Um, so... Jennifer's storyline, it definitely looks like we're getting her family drama, which it, I'm interested in her family drama, especially when she said that her parents, they live together, but they bicker a lot. So because of COVID, her father moved out. And I guess her brother that they got, I, who'd they, um, they auctioned him off to some wife like in the first season that she was on or whatever, like the arranged marriage that he had, he moved to Turkey. So he's gone. And I guess like he lived with the parents and he was the buffer. And now that he's gone, the parents can't be around each other. So much to unpack there. A mouthful. You know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not understanding it, but I want to know more. You know what I mean? Like I, I was, sal I was, what's the word? Salvating, like over that. Is it sal salvating or salivating? We'll come back to it. Anyway, drooling. Let's use a word that I understand. Drooling. I was drooling because it was like, what? I don't understand how your child leaving your home makes you makes your husband want to get away from you because you're so crazy. Even though we've gotten we've gotten to see her mother and she she's a lot. And it explains Jennifer to an extent. So I'm excited to see her story unfold with her mother. I think that's when we really get to understand a person more. And I think that's when these like housewives that aren't our favorites get to become our favorites because you get to understand them. You get to understand the dynamic and why they act the way they do. It's like a therapy session, you know? When I went to therapy, oh, RIP Nadia, nothing happened to her. We just don't talk anymore because, um, you know, it's okay. We don't need to talk about it. But when I was in therapy, you know, 
I got to unpack a lot of things and it made me clear on why I act the way I do, why I say certain things and why certain things are triggering to me. And I think that's what Housewives does for these people. It's like free therapy because you gotta, first of all, to have a storyline, you have to dig into your life to have something real or you fake it like Melissa. But if you don't fake it like Melissa and you are real about it, you get to see the truth spill out and that's why marriages um, unravel so easily, um, why families break up, why, why friends fight, because the truth, you can't hold it. Someone's going to find it. Okay. So I'm excited for Jennifer. Um, who's next? Let's just go with the good body starting off. Okay. And the facelifts. Oh, I just got an alert. You're hearing it here first folks. Kim Kardashian filed for divorce from Kanye West. We'll, we'll talk about We'll talk about it later. Um, but yeah, that was red hot alert, red hot alert. Anyway, who was I talking about? Dolores. I love Dolores. Love her. Her body's banging. She's definitely black, right? I know I'm with you, William. She said she was. She said she was like three to five percent. No, 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 no. Dolores is at least 25. 25% black. And do you know why I know? looks amazing. It's not the Botox. She does get Botox. She just get, she's a beautiful woman. Not saying that white women and or Italian women aren't beautiful, but the way that black people age, you just know. So Dolores is black. Are we clear on that? Thank you. Okay. Let's move on. Um, hate her boyfriend. Hate's a strong word. Don't like him that much. Not, I don't get the hype besides money, which <laughs> Now I get it. Um, but I didn't like that he was kind of belittling her about her getting her body redone. Unless he paid for it, he should be silent. And I don't think he paid for it. I think she paid for it. Um, and I'm just, I'm confused as to why Frankie lives with him and she doesn't. Well, little Frankie, not big Frankie. Um, but like, again, another story I'm very excited to unpack. You know, is she still living with, Frank, her ex-husband, but um, her and her ex-husband worked on this house that her new boyfriend is living it in, and yet she has not moved in, but her son has. Hmm. Dolores, sweetie, if you're listening, leave this man. I don't think you're that interested. I think you want a companion, um, and I think he marks you know, he checks off everything on your list. But sometimes getting all your boxes checked just isn't enough. If it's not working, you know what I mean? Like has a good job, has money, um, won't cheat, which he doesn't seem like he would cheat. That's the vibe I get, you know? I mean, but see like, his whole like talking back. I don't know. I didn't like that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. Dolores can do better. She's a beautiful woman. She's an intelligent woman. She is a feisty firecracker. Like if you lit a match under her, she would blow the whole sky up. The earth would quake. Okay. So we, Dolores needs a black man. I'm just going to say it. You know, she needs a man with a little, 
you know, just a little rawr. And um, that is not David. That's his name. I have not, you notice I've been calling him boyfriend this whole time. It took me a minute to remember his name, David. Yeah, David can go. David can be thrown out with Friday's trash because I'm done. All right. Next, facelift Margaret looks amazing. She got her chin done um, and a facelift, uh, a Chris Jenner facelift, shall we? Because, huh, honey, looks amazing. Um, I don't remember her boobs, but apparently she got new ones. Again, Margaret is someone, no real storyline. And... Uh, again, she's gotten it. I think this is her third or fourth season. We need to get something. They've still been working on this dreadful house. I don't understand it. Um, and then her mother was also her storyline about their dynamic, which spoke a lot to her, which I'm saying, you know, when you get these dynamics in there, it does help. So I understand, which I was intrigued by. Um, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know where we're going with Margaret this season. Very confused. Um, I think she's mainly going to be a buffer between Jackie and Teresa. I think that's going to be her job this season. It's a good, it's a good job to have um, because it will definitely keep her for next season because she's going to be, it's like she's in the drama, but she's not, you know, that's the best place to be. It's like the girls on The Bachelor that like skid through slowly. We really don't know why they're there, but yet they're there right before hometowns and then they go home and they pretend to be shocked when it's like, sweetie, you never talked to the guy, but that's how you have to skate by. And that's what Margaret's been doing. She's been skating by these last few seasons. And she's been doing a really good job with it. Um, who else? Margaret's friend. Margaret's assistant. I don't want to be disrespectful. Is she her assistant? Is she her assistant or her business partner? Because usually it seems like she's on the bag on the floor doing bags and things like that. So I don't know. Whatever she is, I want to hear more from her. I don't know why. You know, I'm just intrigued. That's going to be the word for the year intrigued I am I'm intrigued by her because we've seen her a lot in the background it was it's like Dolores remember how we used to see Dolores in the beginning um of the first few seasons because she was really close with Caroline and Dina and she was always and you were like who is this beautiful woman and like she would say a few lines here and there she'd be like laughing but like that was all we got of her and then we didn't see her for a few more episodes and then she was back but she knew all the tea and yet she's all in it but not that's I like those people because it's enough but not too much. I feel like her, like all around, all up under Margaret. You know what I want her to do? I want her to turn on Margaret. You want to? You want to make a splash, lady? I don't know her name. Um, is her name Jackie too? No. It might be. Let's let's pause. Margaret's. Sorry if you can hear the typing. Margaret Joseph's. I don't give a damn about her net worth. Assistant. Oh, I think I just found her on LinkedIn. Let's look at it. Is this her, Lexi Bar Barbudo? It might. Oh, she's director of marketing for thirteen years. So she's an assistant. Okay. Oh, y'all are shady. Bravo TV. Who is Mar Margaret Joseph's father? That is none of your business. I'm so confused. Who is this? Lexi. I guess her name is Lexi. I think that's her. 
I don't know. So anyway, if her name is Lexi, let me see, business partner. Par parents? No, partner. Business partner. Yeah, I don't know. Also, you know what Margaret needs to do? She needs to talk about all these damn lawsuits she's got. Because apparently, Vineyard Vines, shocking, wins a trademark case against Macbeth. Why the hell is this lady's thing called Macbeth? You know, that's another topic for another day. Anyway, so I would like to see more of Margaret's director of marketing, if that's who she is. The girl on the show, if her name is Lexi, I couldn't really see a photo. She was a blonde, the, the photo on her LinkedIn she had sunglasses on and a headband. Terrible LinkedIn photo. Shouldn't talk because mine, I think my photo was taken in a bar. No, I think that was my old photo. I think I redid it. Let's let's check it out. Not that you can see. Oh, no, my photo's from a wedding with Robbie's shoulder in it. Yeah, I need to take a headshot. That's embarrassing. No wonder I can't get anybody to hire me. Anyway, people.com. Kim Kardashian files for divorce. We're still on it. Okay. Not today, though. We're talking about the Housewives, New Jersey. Last but not least, the person who makes my belly hurt and my foot ache, Jackie. Can't stand her, but let me take a sip of water. Fendi, sit down, because mom is about to get in. I can't stand Jackie. And this is even before the team, Jackie team, Teresa feud. I just don't, there's something about her it it's so wannabe, you know, like it just reeks of desperation and 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 Victoria's Secret pink perfume. You know, I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. And she thinks so high of herself. And she actually is she, I don't think if you are a Team Jackie fan, I am shocked. And I'm not talking about the fight that they just had at the end of the, the episode that we will talk about. I'm just talking about in general. I can't think of anyone who actually could be a Team Jackie fan. And if you are, please explain to me why. What is it about Jackie? Because there's nothing there. And also, while we're on the topic of it's nothing there, her husband is not that hot. Oh, my goodness. First of all, he looks a little short yellow bus. And, you know, he's not that good looking. I don't know if it's because we've only gotten these short Italian men, no shade, no disrespect, that have been on here. But, and we have nothing to look forward to for Jersey. He's not that hot. He's better looking than Jackie, I guess, with a beard. But... No. And all the also all these Bravo blogs and like the Bravo Instagrammers, like the top ones, they they act like he is like the second coming. I don't know who y'all are into or who you've been looking at. Evan is not it, boo. He's not it. He's never been it. He never will be it. That's just my opinion. Um, so now that I've given you my opinion on the storyline of the season. Let's get into the first episode. I, I can't believe I just talked 20 minutes, but anyway, let's go. So Teresa woke up that morning of Jackie's husband's party and said, she pulled, um, what's her name from Mean Girls? 
let's rock this bitch. That's basically how she woke up. Because Gretchen, no, not Gretchen. Janice, she woke up like Janice from Mean Girls. That's what it was. And she came prepared. So Teresa went to this man's birthday party and walked around and told anyone with ears that she hears that he does stuff at the gym. And I would like to say, this is how I know she is smarter than she pretends to be because she never said, and, and what we saw, I don't know if it, I wasn't at the party. I wasn't invited. Um, but from what we saw, Fendi, baby, you got to sit down. You're making a lot of noise. Um, from what we saw, she kept saying like, do you hear, do you hear that? Like Evan does stuff at the gym. Melissa was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you know, they be like, yeah, no, he does stuff. Be what stuff, say it. But she wouldn't. And you know why? Because she's not dumb. She didn't want to say, she didn't say he cheated. She didn't say that he got oral sex in the bathroom, which I believe is what happened because he doesn't get it from his wife. Because his wife told all of America that last season. Why? Because you're actually stupid, you lawyer. You claim, Jackie claims to be the smart woman. Well, why in the world would you, you're so smart, would you tell everyone in the world that you don't go down on your husband and your husband doesn't go down on you? You thought there would be no rumors after that. She set herself up for this. She literally did. And that's why I don't feel bad for her. Because you set yourself up for this. Keep your mouth shut. You don't have to tell all your business. Now you did. Now you're mad. Now you're crying. Look in the mirror. It's your own fault. Teresa didn't start the rumor. You basically started the rumor. What did you think people were going to do? Oh, I'm so happy for them. They don't do that. And they're this happy couple. No, people are going to come out. And honestly, I think it's true. I think it's true. Anyway, Teresa walked around the whole party. She told everyone. Melissa, I mean, Melissa told her to stop. And Margaret... Well, Melissa didn't really tell her to stop. She was like, I don't believe that. Da, 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 da. But Margaret literally said, like, stop talking about this. She really tried. And that is what I think keeps Margaret around because she truly does, like, try to stay good with everybody. And if she sees something wrong, she calls it out whether she's your friend or not. And that's a true friend. That's one thing I can give, I can say about Margaret. If she's your friend, she's keeping it real. Even when she was friends with Danielle she and they kind of fell out, they fell out because Margaret kept it real with her and told her when she was being crazy. And, you know, crazy people don't like to be told that. So that's how they fell out. Um, but Margaret kept it like 100% and was like, stop talking about this. But yet then she went, she even went up to her brother. <laughs> Joe was looking at her like, I don't, don't talk to me about this. Like, please get away from me. And she, again, she just kept saying that he does stuff. So do I think that Evan's having a full on affair? No. Do I think... He's gone into the bathroom with a trainer or someone, one of the young girls who works behind the receptionist desk at the gym he goes to. It's believable. It, it's believable. And it makes it even more believable because of once it got back to um, Jackie, her reaction. Her reaction was just. She was like literally sobbing. And again, no, I would never want anyone to repeat a rumor or lie or tell, even if it is the truth, everyone my business that 
my husband is cheating on me. I would never want that. But, Cindy, please sit down, sweetie. Um, I don't know. To me, if it wasn't true, there's no way that I would be sobbing and saying, you have to tell people this is a lie. Well, sweetie, I don't have to do anything but stay black and die. So you can't tell me, like, that I have to say this is a lie. I don't know that it's a lie. I don't know that it's the truth. And I'm not, Teresa shouldn't have done it. Let me let me say that clearly. Even though I am team Teresa, do I think Teresa should have done it? No. Do I think that Jackie should have talked about Teresa's husband last season or the season before that? No, but she did. So the thing with all these women on all these shows, because Teresa was being hypocrite because she didn't want anyone talking about her or her husband, going to jail, cheating, any of that. That was never allowed to be discussed and she would blow up if you did. So she's a hypocrite. But as is Jackie, because she was talking about Joe and Teresa last season when everyone said before Teresa had announced she was getting a separation, Jackie and Margaret were all talking about how Teresa was seen with this guy and da 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 and all this stuff. And she has a boyfriend. She's been dating. She's been going around. I think she's dating and whatever, whatever. So, you know, if Teresa played you and maybe she wanted you to, she wanted you to like relax a little bit. So you guys, I'm doing air quotes, made up last season and you thought you were good. And then she came in guns a blazing in the beginning of this episode. And now you're shocked and now you're upset because you think that your friend did this to you. But that's the game of the show. Nobody is your friend. Unless you were friends coming in, no one no one in Housewives history is friends. Look at Vicky and Tamara. They fall in and out all the time and they were actually friends before it started, you know? But if, especially if you're not, like, it, it doesn't, they have the ability to hold on to it. One, because they're, they're lunatics. And two, because they actually were friends and they have, uh, like, they have history before the show. Uh, let me, Candy and Phaedra, they were not friends before the show. Their friendship formed on the show and that's why it broke. Um, sad time. Monique and Candace, another one, you know. So there are no real friends on this show. There could be, but that's not how it works here. So either you get the game and you play it or you don't. Anyway, let's get to the real reason why we're here. The sit down between Teresa and Jackie. So they decide to meet at Margaret's place. They feel like it's a level playing ground, you know, which I understand. Like I said before, Margaret is kind of the buffer. So they get there. Well, Jackie gets there first and she's already hysterical over. I mean, yes, it sucks that Teresa did this rumor and let it out at her party. But like it, to me, it, it, if it's not true, it's not that deep. So you're upset because there's some truth behind this or you feel this way. So she sits down and she said a line. And when I tell you, I realized, oh, I hate you even more right now. I don't even care what Teresa did. Like, I don't even, because she's just, she thinks so highly of herself. I think she was like, oh, what is it? I texted it to my friend. Like, she was like, you're bringing up the most beautiful family in the world with the foremost, oh, this was she said, a family with the four most adorable children in the world, sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> like, are you smoking crack? Is it crack that you are smoking? Because who, are you 
Who are you? Like, I'm not saying that your family can't be adorable and you can't think that you're the best family in the world, but like to actually let it come out of your mouth. Stop. Things happen. Let's move forward. <sighs> so when she said that, I think I had checked out and I was already done with Jackie. I was like, oh, I cannot. Cannot. So then Teresa comes in and she looks like she's been <laughs> literally, like literally dipped herself in Crisco and threw herself in oil. And <laughs> I can't. She comes in and she's like, Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. Like, she has no idea why they're even sitting down. She looks so dumbfounded. She's not, again, like I've told you, she's pretending. She knows exactly why they're here, but she just, she's not showing any emotion because Teresa literally doesn't care. She could play this game in her sleep. She's not going anywhere. So she did this actually, Teresa did this for the group. She did this because it's COVID. No one has a storyline and they needed something to start off. And thanks to her, here I am doing a recap. So snaps for Teresa. Um, so Teresa sits down and Jackie's like, you have to say this is a lie. No, no one has to say that. Stop. And she's like, you've ruined, you've tainted Evan's reputation. Who is Evan? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like no one tainted. It's a rumor. You're on reality TV. You didn't taint Evan's <laughs> you didn't take anything by telling the whole world that you don't go there. Like, and even I, I was watching the reunion before the episode aired the other night and Andy was like, how was it going into work after like that episode air of Jackie saying she doesn't do oral on you? You know what I mean? So like, stop it. Stop like we care about Evan's feelings and Evan can't handle it. If Evan can handle the whole world knowing his wife doesn't go down on him, he can handle, a, if it's fake, a fake rumor. Let's stop, please. And they're going back and forth. And then Teresa, being Teresa, is like, I don't know if it's true. I mean, is it true? And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And she was like, I can't tell you who it is. I can't tell you. It's like, Teresa, sweetie. I mean, like, she could have been like, I can't tell you on camera. But that's kind of stupid because you already told the whole world on camera that the rumor, why can't you tell the person who told it? Um, I am very intrigued to know though, if Teresa claims she heard this a year ago, I don't know, you know, it's a pretty believable rumor and maybe that's why Jackie's upset because it is believable because she does not do anything with her husband. So it, it could be believable that he is seeking things outside of his marriage, but again, you shouldn't have shared it. So here we are. Um, and again, Teresa's a hypocrite because Hashtag team tree, no matter what, but she knows she was not for it. And we know Joe was cheating on her and she didn't want anybody to talk about it. But again, she, it's the way Jackie handles it. It's like candy, you know, when candy on Atlanta gets upset and she's actually angry, but her voice starts cracking and then you stop taking her seriously. That's how Jackie is like, their emotions aren't in check. You have to check your emotions at the door and you have to be able to handle it. Teresa checks her emotions unless she's flipping the table, but like, you're not going to see her get emotional or cry. She's keeping it like tight and in until she gets home. And that's just, that's the game. And it, Jackie's crying made her more like if I was Teresa I would be so annoyed by that even though this is Teresa's fault like I can't handle like we have to have a conversation you're like there's snot coming out of your nose and like I'm sorry that and she said she did say she was sorry she repeated it she didn't say 
that it wasn't true. But how does she know that it's not true? I don't know. Maybe I'm sticking up for Teresa a little bit too much. Anyway, Jackie was trying to get Teresa to see why she was wrong. And she was like, but why would you do this at my party? And Teresa just, she was like, you're right. I should have, wouldn't. But then Teresa didn't make any sense because she was like, wouldn't you want to know? But it's like, Teresa, you didn't tell her, sweetie. You told everyone else at her husband's birthday party. Like, if you truly wanted Jackie to know this, you should have pulled her aside, not at her husband's birthday party, maybe before or after, and just be like, hey, Jackie, like, there's this rumor going around town. Like, I don't know if it's true or not. I really don't care. Because she kept saying, like, I don't care, which I believe. I don't think she cares. I, I think she was just talking. And you can't do that, though. So she should have pulled Jackie aside. It was wrong. So Jackie, in air quotes, claimed she was trying to make an analogy. And honestly, I do think she was. But the way she worded her comeback to Teresa, because Teresa wasn't getting it. And she was getting it. She was just pretending not to get it. She was pretending like it was going over her head. And she's like, I just don't understand. Like, if it's not true, why do you care? And hmm, she, Jackie goes back and says, well, I've heard Gia snorts coke in the bathroom. So, and I was like, My, when I tell you, my jaw dropped at the same time I said, <gasps> and then I said, wait, you stole that from Lisa Renna. Like no one's talking about that part, how she literally stole this from Lisa Renna. And it's like, one, it's about a child. And yes, Gia is 18 plus years old. I think she's 19 or 20 or whatever. And yes, I understand. Cause afterwards she does go like, how would you feel if I said that? Like, that's not right. But Teresa didn't hear any of that, sweetie, because you should have said, Teresa, how would you feel if I said this? And that's not how she went about it. She went about it by making it seem like this was a fact. And then at the end, clearing it up that it was an analogy. Again, yes, Teresa threw daggers first, but I don't know. I don't have any kids, but kids are off limit limits. And it doesn't matter that Gia is 18 and over. It, it just doesn't. It wasn't that analogy wasn't called for. She could have literally used the example of, you didn't like when anyone spoke about your marriage. You didn't like when anyone said that you went to jail and not that you went away. Like, I don't know. There were so many other ways Jackie could have went about it. And that's why I don't like her because I'm not saying like, you know, you got to fight dirty. I get it. But Gia, you fight dirty with like, Evan is a grown man. So Evan will be okay. But I, and Oh, I hate to say this. It's like putting a knot in my stomach. In Jackie's defense, look at me. I'm arguing with myself at this point because no one's here and you guys aren't in my face. In Jackie's defense, I guess she feels the rumor that Teresa let out could affect her children. So, you know, Teresa didn't care about her kids' feelings. So, why? I mean, you know, we could we could do this all back back and forth all day. They're both wrong and they're both playing dirty. But you know what? It makes for great TV. And I love it. It was so good. Like, usually first episodes for Housewives are so boring, so terrible. It's like we're getting back into the swing of things. Especially because they filmed this during COVID, during the summer. Um, I was not expecting much from Jersey. Like, the trailer looks good. But usually the trailers look great. So, like, you know, they put all the explosive moments in there. And then you watch it. And, you're, and they don't show any of those moments from the trailer. But... Based off the first episode, Jersey, I mean, maybe I'm biased because I'm a Jersey girl. Jersey girls in general, we, there is no in between. Like we're zero to a hundred. You know what I mean? Like 
So, and I think that's what the show gives us. And that's why Jersey has always been one of my favorite. Like Atlanta definitely is my favorite for the shade and the quick lines. But for like it giving us a hundred percent of everything, Jersey is at the top. It never disappoints. It just it it has the family drama. It has the fighting. Like they put their hands on each other. Not that we need that because it's not a love and hip hop thing. But like if hands need to be thrown, they will be thrown. I don't know if they really know how to throw them, but they their hands be swinging, and I appreciate it. You know, um, the little side remarks are kind of funny. Teresa being her ditzy self when she said. Like, I'm going to blow a basket. You know what I Like, Jersey just gives everything. It's funny. It's serious. You cry. You laugh. Jersey just doesn't disappoint. And that's why they are top tier. And they are actually looking, looking at it. Jersey is the only person, right, who still has an OG on the, who still has an OG in their cast from season one. I can't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking at Potomac or Dallas because they haven't been on long enough to even look at that like but like a main show from Bravo Teresa is still there all the Vicky's gone Nini's gone Lisa Vanderpump oh I guess Kyle Kyle on Bravo I mean on Bravo Kyle on Beverly Hills but see Kyle doesn't bring anything again Kyle like Kyle could never, she can't stand next to Teresa. There is nothing. Kyle is a Melissa Gorga. That's who she is. Kyle's a Melissa Gorga. I hate to say that, but she is. So I'm excited uh, for this season. See You Next Tuesday was dropped so much and we couldn't even hear it, but I felt it in my soul. And I understand Teresa being upset. I, I just think, you know, she started this, so she, she had to know something was going to come back. But again, kids are a tough topic. Like, that's where people lose it. So, but I do think if Jackie wouldn't have thrown it, would I be as excited for the rest of the season? And the answer is no. So, you know what I mean? These things have to happen. Shit has to hit the fan for it to be good. It has to splatter all over for us to actually sit and enjoy. And honestly, with the year that we've all had, I need a good show right now. I need something to get me excited about before I go to bed with my glass of wine. I need it. And that's what Jersey is for me. And I'm really excited for this season. Um, And also, wait, can we just talk about COVID real quick? I'm so sorry. I saw a tweet about how Jersey didn't wear any mask and they weren't really showing anything they weren't like really taking it seriously. Jackie had a lot of people at her party. Um, and I'm going to wrap this up really quickly, but being someone who lives in Jersey, I feel like COVID has not been taken seriously. I think we have a set amount of people who have been inside and been taking it seriously. And then you have another set of people who don't wear masks in Target or Walmart, who thinks it's a joke, who haven't thought that COVID's been real this whole time. And I would say that's mostly North Jersey. Um, who have had the biggest numbers. It's been South Jersey and then um, North Jersey. Like Bergen County was really high and they're around that area. So I wasn't shocked to not see Jackie one have this huge party. Um, No one really wearing masks. I think the only people I saw wearing masks were, um, uh, I think it was Melissa and Joe Gorga. I can't really remember, but like when they walked into her party from their car. It looked like they had masks on. That was it. When really Margaret should be wearing a mask. Margaret should be inside. 
because she is of the age that could catch it. And her mother, she had all these people in that. You can, I don't care what kind of sit down y'all got to do. You can't do it in my house around my mother. But also I think when summer came in Jersey, numbers went down and people let their guards down a little bit and went out more, you know, especially, and then they all go to Jersey Shore, which we know was a big thing this summer. So which got Murphy and his panties on a bunch. So, I mean, just to talk about that real quick, I just, I wasn't shocked. So maybe like I didn't make, like when I watched it, it wasn't the first thing that came to my mind, but it's because I've walked into Target and to Walmart plenty of times and seen people walking around with no mask. Um, I've seen a man literally take his mask down in an aisle. I literally needed so, I needed like soap or shaving. I don't know. It was an aisle I needed to get into and a man literally took his mask off and coughed and sneezed. And I, in my head, I was like, you have to be the dumbest human being on the planet. That's literally the purpose of the mask. And I didn't, I couldn't get what I wanted. I had to leave the store. So, you know, I can't speak for all of Jersey, but I know the area that I'm in, they don't give a damn. And I don't think the area that the housewives are in really give a damn either. And it showed by the people that they had the party. They were all outside and it did look like the people serving had masks on. I did go to, you know, a party like around September, I think. I think maybe September, October. That was outside. That was very similar. Um, so I'm not judging. I'm just saying like, I feel like to be on TV, mine wasn't on TV is my point. You know, like I feel like Atlanta is always, they're trying to make sure they're always wearing shields. The same with Dallas. Um, so, I mean, Summer House didn't let anyone in and out of their home. You know what I mean? Like I feel like all the other Bravo shows are trying to be very, very safe about things or at least pretending to for the cameras if they're not usually. And I just don't think Jersey did that. But all in all, I'm excited to watch it. I think it's going to be a great season. And yeah, that's all I have for the first of many Monday reality recaps. Jersey really brought it. Again, thank you, Teresa Giudice, because without you, sweetie, we would not be here. And until next time. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.